0: When I put out an idea, sometimes you hit a home run. And then sometimes you start with a piece of clay and you, 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 you work up a shape and you work up a little space and it's not right. They look at it and they say, oh, this is not the right vibe. And you start again. And I agree, You know, especially when you hear the feedback and you have to really hear the feedback, look at it the way they're looking at it and see what they're bumping on. Try again. I feel like trial and error is not a fail. It's actually just a way to find the sweet spot.
1: This is Love Your Work, and I'm David Cadavy On this show, I explore the intersection between passion and profit so you can achieve your own unique definition of success. I'm going to go back to my roots as a designer with today's guest. James Pierce Conley is an Emmy Award-winning television set designer. He's designed sets for shows like Bill Nye Saves the World, Martha and Snoop's Potluck Dinner Party, yes, with Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg, The Voice, and Top Chef. And I want to have James on the show to learn how it is that he does creativity on a large scale, literally with moving parts, an extremely unforgiving production schedule. And I figured that for James to do what he does, which is to express the feel of a show through architecture and through materials and fabrics and furniture, and to deliver all that on time, James must really know his creative process. And you can tell from this conversation that he really does even if you aren't a designer, chances are you work on creative projects all the time that have lots of unknowns in the beginning. And the work that James does really just puts a magnifying glass on what it takes to make creative work come with less pain, no matter what medium it is that you're working in. So in this show, you're gonna learn how do you create design that supports an idea and serves the client, rather than one that just follows trends? How does James manage his creative vision across a whole staff? We'll really get inside James's head for some of his best set designs. How does he integrate a subtle design language into his concepts? This is actually a really fun part of the conversation because you're going to get some insight into how designers can kind of telepathically talk to each other using subtle cues in their work. In this case, I think you're going to be surprised. Everything that you can glean from a simple spiral staircase. A little bit of listener mail before we get started. I always enjoy getting your emails and tweets and Apple podcast reviews. Here's a message from Scott who says he really enjoyed my thoughts on rereading, reading re-watching, and re-listening to things. He refers to the interview that Noah Kagan did of me on his podcast, Noah Kagan Presents, which is episode nine of that podcast. But Noah and I also talked about this on episode 41 of Love Your Work. In fact, Noah might have been the person who was talking about it, if I recall correctly. I'm not exactly sure. But the basic idea is there's always new information to be consumed, whether it's a podcast or a book or a show, and if you really enjoy something, just go ahead and read it or watch it or listen to it over and over again. There's no shame in that. There's always something new to be discovered, and you really start to let that information sink in. So this is something that I do. I occasionally go back and listen to my favorite episodes of this podcast right here over and over again. I always find that I've learned so much throughout the process of the podcast. Throughout the lifetime of this podcast And so when I go back to listen to the old episodes I'm always seeing things with a completely new perspective And there's always new lessons that are jumping out at me So I do this with other podcasts as well I can't tell you how many times I've watched Curb Your Enthusiasm I can't tell you how many times I've watched each of Louis C.K.'s stand-up hours So anyway, Scott says Quote, it's something I've been doing for the past one to two months It's been one of the most powerful yet simple concepts I've taken away from this year I've always fallen into the trap of finding what's next and consuming new stuff when in reality just as much wisdom can be gained by reabsorbing the old. Unquote. Thanks for writing Scott. I love getting your notes and feedback or hey, maybe you even have a question. Write a review at slash reviews tweet at me at, at kadavy, or email me at david@cadavy.net. At and we have a new love your work elite member, Daniel Fisher. You are a saint. If you know Daniel, be sure to thank him. If you don't know Daniel, thank him anyway. In fact, let's all do it together. Ready? Thank you, Daniel. Daniel is one of the Love Your Work elite members that helps keep this show absolutely free. Keeps the back catalog of now 90 episodes available for everyone, including you, to listen as they please. Remember, we have an Office Hours Hangout next Tuesday, September 19th. 8 p.m. Central. Meet face-to-face with everyone in the community. Ask me anything. Share your challenges as you bring more love into your work. Sign up at lywelite.com. Check out the levels there. Pick the level with the master classes, and that will give you access to the office hours. That's lywelite.com. Now, here is James Connolly. I'm here with James Conley. And uh, James, you designed the set for Martha and Snoop's Potluck Dinner Party. So I guess my first question is, was designing for Martha Stewart like a little intimidating?
0: (laughs) That's such a great question. Um, How about that? I'm 37 years old and I got an opportunity to design Martha and Snoop's Potluck Dinner Party for VH1. And it's... um, It was gosh it was uh, quite a moment to get on an email chain with Martha at first. I will tell I will tell you that it's a privilege to work with such a mega legend. I was blown away. I, it was almost one of those um, experiences where it didn't matter how painful the process could have been. I was working for Martha Stewart like it was like nuts So um, she's incredible I will tell you that. And she is the real deal. She knows her everything. And I learned quite a bit from working with her. And I I actually found her quite collaborative and appreciative. And um, she loved all my ideas. And she really loved working with somebody who would enhance hers. And so overall, I would say it was a pretty dream process.
1: So how, how much input did she have in that design process?
0: So... The way that kitchen worked was, and I I started with season one and just as a rule, season one shows are productions or even feature films are the hardest to do because you're basically creating something from Genesis and, uh, it's a, it's a huge collective and collaborative process among many different entities. Um, in television, you have networks and executives and, uh, creatives and, Myself, and as well as in this particular case, um, Martha Stewart and Snoop, which are huge global names, and um, and so there's a certain nervousness, and then their pre- their publicists, and then their agents, and then their representatives, and ultimately their brand. In Martha's case, she has a pretty big brand behind her, and so there's a lot of um, a lot of weighing in. So it was, to say the least. In- unbelievably collective and political so um so yeah I was basically it was it was like kind of stepping into D-Day there with a lot of bullets and different ideas being thrown at you um I will say though I just I just loved it I, I I really thought it was an opportunity to learn from someone so great and so
1: big so uh, so yeah, I guess, did that help answer? I'm not pretty yeah, sure. Did you, uh, when when you were in that process, did you find yourself at moments? Um, I mean, I can imagine working with somebody so huge like that, that you might find moments where you are kind of holding back a little bit because you're afraid of messing up. Um, and you have to kind of remind yourself, like, oh wait, no! I that this is this is my job. I've got to push forward and 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 make this the best that I can. And I can't become intimidated. It's like interesting you have
0: moments like that. Well, for sure. I mean, so many moments. Honestly, in all these season one productions, we're working on one right now for NBC, and it's similar in terms of there is a certain amount of bravery that you need to have. Of I'm learning and confidence, um, in not just your decisions, but confidence in order to kind of like be make yourself open to other ones and, uh, ambidextrous or flexible enough to develop. I have noticed that there is, um, less of a strain on maintaining a certain concept, um, as, as, as hard as it is to keep yourself flexible enough to take in new ideas, even last minute that, um, can basically alter and change an original thought. But ultimately when you take a step back, uh, makes it better. And so, um, Was there is
1: a specific example of that when something kind of came in last minute and you, you felt like for a moment, like, oh, that kind of threw me off track, but I've got to make it work. Yeah. So, I mean, basically when I stepped into
0: Martha and Snoop, you know, I walked in and had set, uh, an immediate, kind of concept that we were gonna have two split kitchens under one roof right and so we have snoop side and Martha's side but and ultimately it's under one roof and this roof was basically drawn down the middle and we had the the black and purple side and we had the white cream and beige side and i tried to hold on to that lower low that common denominator as a through line but all sorts of doubts and um